Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their inceptions to their current popular culture incarnations. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined today by both of my wayward sometimes co-hosts. Leonard, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good, Dave. Um, you know, it's it's always good to come back to the show when we are covering something classic and fun, and uh, this isn't a setup for anything that I'll be saying later on whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and Cameron, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Just happy to be here. Uh, I did this uh, subject because guess what? We're talking werewolves again, because everyone knows that's my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's come back around at long last. It's I think it's been a while since we've done a werewolf wasn't episode. It, was, was, wasn't it Ginger? Wasn't Ginger Snaps the last werewolf episode yeah. that we did? Yeah, and that was yeah, over was. a year ago. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're next next week. Yeah, next episode I believe will be the anniversary episode once again. Yeah. Mm. Year four in the in the bag, <laughs> very soon. So it's yeah, I guess it that fits together. We've been looking yeah. at other stuff other than fuzzy men howling at the moon. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that does bring us to today's topic. We will be taking a look at, or we have taken a look at, the Wolfman, the nineteen forty one original uh, Universal Pictures film, and then the twenty ten film, The Wolfman. With no space between wolf and man, as it should be. Yes. Yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a little it's, it's been a little while since I've seen these, along with it being a little while since we've talked about a werewolf. So this was a pleasant uh, return both to these films and to the the subject at hand. Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree. Uh, I think you and I discussed just before we started. I think if both of us saw the 2010 Wolfman in cinema and haven't seen it since. <laughs> and, and I've never seen it because I wow. heard it was bad. And and back then, when I when I when I was a wee poor lad uh, a, a decade ago, it's over a decade, uh, sir. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, I was uh, significantly more discerning about cinema, mainly because I didn't have five different streaming services that I could just pop on whenever I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, convenience is nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so this is my first encounter with this film. And boy, did I see a film. Yep. Yeah, so the original Wolfman, the 1941 version, which I guess is technically not the first um, Wolfman film, was preceded a little bit earlier by the 20... no, 1935 Werewolf of London, which did horribly, apparently, at the time. (laughs) Uh, But this one is Lon Chaney Jr., uh, and... He was a big lad. I had forgotten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that boy, that boy's beefy. <laughs> yes. He is meat and potatoes, for sure. Hello, father, staring like a foot and a half down. Down on, on everybody in the village. 
Yeah. Yeah, he certainly has an imposing presence. He did, and it was it was perfectly suited, I think, to what he had to do for this role. Uh, the the film, both films, in fact, pretty much open up with the lines: "Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright." Uh, the change would be the wolf wolf Spain in the twenty ten <clears throat> remake, but wolfbane in the original, which matters not; it's the same flower, and. For how this film opens, it's a both of them open in a similar manner. It's more more um, reserved in in this original, which I think I think does the film credit. The film is pretty. It's only seventy minutes. It goes at yeah. a pretty quick pace, but it has that um, sense of tension and sense of dread. Uh, it's both the, uh, the these this is filmed of course on sound stages so everything is a set uh, which is very it's very charming um it's very these are foam and wood uh, trees and things and you, you can tell but it it suits the mood very well like I, I enjoyed just seeing these hand done sets practical effects all the stuff that we we um, mm. endlessly harp about um, lovingly because they're <laughs> they're great. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's it's like going back and seeing the origins of a bunch of these things that we really enjoy in cinema. Well, we spent a good time dwelling on the UK um, Hammer productions, and this is yes. the precursor to all of that. So, um, I think we are going to be do a universal walkthrough. Oh, going yeah. to Dracula yeah, sure. and the Mummy's Curse and Frankenstein. There's stuff that we've just haven't got around to, and um, there's there's a lot to look at there. Uh, mm. And what what I really enjoyed about both of these films is the the legend of the werewolf is so pervasive, and everyone just knows about it. But it feels very <laughs> modern in that sense uh, because mm. it seems like that wouldn't it's folkloric, but the yeah. knowledge is very specific and it feels the same way like if you were to talk about zombies today uh, mm-hmm. or, or I mean any other um, pop culture character but zombies in particular because that's just been the thing for about 20 something years at the minimum uh, mm-hmm. everyone can kind of tell you what the movie version of, of, of the televised version of zombies is going to be what to what the causes are, how to avoid them, maybe. Uh, that's the feeling you get from... All, in, more so, I think, in the remake. Uh, yeah. Everybody's going, oh, it's a werewolf. Oh, we need silver. Oh, we need this. And mm. it, it feels a little weird. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. Because both films have uh, Roma, the gypsies in the film, who who seem to have more of the knowledge, but it's just, they've been around long enough, I guess, that 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 part has integrated into the general countryside lore. Mm. It's a little weird. Um, I mean, I guess if you're only, uh, like, esoteric entertainment is going to the local traveling camp and 
listening to their tall tales of werewolves and stuff, you, you hear them all sooner or later, and the really interesting ones get stuck. Yeah, and and to be fair, the film does say that that's the, the only entertainment for the young men of the village is to go hang out at the the, the Roma camps. So yeah. they they build it into it, but it still feels a bit strange with everyone going, oh yeah, it's a werewolf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the uh, the 1941 Wolfman, what felt more weird to me was just like everyone knows the rhyme word for word and constantly prattles it off. Like, I like it makes sense with like you know Maleva and the uh, the people mm-hmm. in the camp knowing it, and then this this young woman from town sees uh, Larry with his wolf headed cane and goes. Oh, you know, even a man who is pure at heart and said, yada, yada, like, you don't seem like you'd be interested in this, but okay. And I guess it's, it is. It's very, down. it's very shoehorned in. Yeah. Uh, they, it may have just been, it's, it's, uh, the sign of the times of 1941. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna use that. Make sure you get it. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been just part of the script writing process, but um, yeah, it does just feel a little bit strange, and, and it, it it is repeated that way in the remake. So, as that part goes, as homage, like it's it's faithful in most of what it's doing. Uh, yeah. But in this original film, it it just stuck out, like stood out very yeah. harshly. Um, so the film itself uh, is about, it's, it's the tale of um, one Larry Talbot who's returned home uh, after the death of his, um, el- his, wait, he's the elder brother, I think. Yes. It's his death of his younger brother in both of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, he's returned home. Uh, the, the family dynamics, he's a little bit ostracized. But it's been in the past. He 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 didn't want to take over his role and deal with like the estate. So yeah, he he left to go to America to do other stuff. Uh, mm. His father is happy to see him back. He wants him to. Um, he thinks he's he's finally ready to take up the mantle as the the heir of the estate and uh, run the 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 Talbot. It's it's not a business. I don't know what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, they do uh, something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like you know, you you possess the lands and therefore you got to do stuff with it because uh, it, it's, it's it's kind of falling apart. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of falling apart. It, it's like it's it's English gentry stuff, you know. Yeah, you, get, you get your income from the estate as long as you keep the estate in working order. I I was about to say that their business is austerity. We are the manufacturer and and producer (laughs) of austerity in the region. There's us, and then there's the little village that's kind of attached to us. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) That last last holdover of feudalism. Well, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's the... He's returned home to uh, pay respects both to his brothers, the loss of his brother, and um, and take over the estate um, un- unwillingly. Yeah. He doesn't really want to be there. Um, but he finds some reason in uh, one of the, the villagers 
I yeah. lost her. her um... Gwen? Um, yeah, Gwen? No, uh, yes, it's Gwen. Gwen, um, Car- Car- it's not Cardiff. Conliff. Conliff. Yes, Conliff. Yeah. Yes. She's the, the <laughs> daughter of a antique shop owner. Mm, yeah. I think it's an antique shop. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and he he finds out about her by doing the good old peeping Tom with the telescope. There's a to be fair, it was by accident, but he also just kept going. Like, okay, yeah, it's a little, it's a little, little scummy there, buddy. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the forties, but also yeah. please, <laughs> you can <laughs> just steer the telescope away. I know you're adjusting the lens that you just your dad just ordered, but maybe yeah, on something else. Yeah, anyway, um, it's a it's a well, it's a nice little scene cut. Um, I did like that he's looking at the um, shop sign, and then the camera goes through the telescope and then just brings him to the shop. Like that was yes. that was fun. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> but he's he's trying to woo her in a terrible fashion. Uh, yeah. It turns out she's already engaged, but she doesn't tell him then. She tells him, like, much later. You know, <laughs> weird turn of, I don't know, it's strange. But yeah. uh, he he tries to get a date out of her, shows up anyway it, with the intention of either, A, it's a date, or, oh, I'll just walk you home at night. Um, even though he does play it off with, like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I need someone to walk me home. It was kind of kind of cute. He's He's a silly man. Um, yeah, but they do, yeah. So they they meet up with um, Gwen's uh, best friend, um, Jenny. Jenny, yes, Jenny. Yes, yes. And they they go to get their for- fortune told uh, at the the gypsy fortune tellers. Mm, yeah, they go to see Bela, who is just Bela Lugosi playing yeah. himself. He's playing himself, and he has a mustache. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, he's not in the film a lot, but I liked him while he was there. <laughs> yeah, he had uh, two two minutes, very very briefly. Yeah, yeah that. But yeah, so it it turns out that Bela is the the werewolf, the original one yes. here. Uh, it's it's cursed, and his mother Maleva. Uh, they just let him be, even though he's murdering people. Well, he's not murdering anyone yeah. here, except for no. he does. He does kill um, Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in this, in this, like the wealth is almost sort of like a targeted thing because um, <clears throat> Larry buys like a walking stick with a werewolf in silver on it with a pentagram, and he's like, "Why is there a pentagram?" It's like, "Oh." The werewolf has a pentagram on his body, and he sees the pentagram on the hand of his next victim. So it's like, I guess as long as he doesn't see the pentagram on anyone, he's fine to hang out, like, around people. Maybe he um, shouldn't be telling fortunes? Maybe he shouldn't be telling fortunes, because, yeah, he is uh, is telling Jenny's fortune and asks her to show him his hands, and just hands and forehead, oh... <laughs> 
big big melodrama. Oh, I'm gonna be a murderer again. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, and you need to leave. <clears throat> so he's trying to save her, but that's just he literally gives. That's the that's the um. I'm giving you a ten second head start because he immediately yeah. <laughs> turns into a werewolf and kills kills her. Yeah, yeah. Which is how could weird. I have ever predicted this by telling your fortune? Says the psychic. <laughs> Yes, maybe, well, maybe I shouldn't be telling fortunes on the night of a full moon, like, at yeah. night time. Yeah, like, everybody, uh, nobody, nobody was actually planning ahead on this one. At all. This day. This day. Like, it, it's, it's happenstance too far. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it, it plays fine in the film, but if you, if you stop to think about it at all, you're like, well. Oh, yeah. All yeah, you yeah, had to yeah, do was not be telling fortunes at that time. And maybe I mean, not that, be next to the city or the town in your encampment that, on the night of when you know you can okay. That's that's the mistake of a lot of werewolf fiction, though. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and and with the with the the short runtime, the film clips on fast enough that you don't stop and think about. No, it. No, you don't. So it doesn't I, give you time to. It's yeah. only in hindsight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Second, you could be thinking about it. Oh, what's going on? Oh, Larry's beaten a dog to death with a stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and that was the yeah. other thing is, is it doesn't give any further insight into the lore of the stages of lycanthropy. Because yeah. we don't have Bella as a wolf man. He's just a wolf. Yeah. All right. Cool. And not even a particularly large one, just like a normal like a dog-sized wolf, because they yeah, just probably had a, a dog. Small wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when you are killed by silver, uh, mm. it, it reverts you to your your people form. Um, so no one that recounters the body or sees the thing taking place will ever say, "Oh, that was a werewolf." You instead, it's like, "Oh no, you're just a murderer. You just killed somebody." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's fine. He was just a Roma. Is the essential um, view of the local police in like, both, listen, in both films? The, yeah, yeah. He, he's the son of the local lord. He was just a traveler, you know, a traveling fortune teller. Are we really going to be too bothered about it? He can yeah, but they even they even say it. Better. They call it out specifically, just like ooh. But yeah. they they say it in a way that they're aware of how it sounds. Mm. Yeah, like they don't want to give this statement officially, but they know people won't care too much, probably. Yeah, and and I mean, and then they give him the stick back. It's <laughs> like, hey, yeah, here's the murder weapon. weapon. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, well, he did pay for it, and it is an antique, so... It was three pounds. Fifteen U.S. dollars in the 1940s. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, the 1890s, even, technically. I guess it was still set in roughly the same time period. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that leaves um, the, the murder of um, Jenny and... Um, Bela as just a done deal. Mm, uh, Larry yeah. uh, was hurt in the in the exchange. He did get bitten. Um, yeah. The bite heals, and this it heals overnight. The next yeah. day, he's yeah. he's fit as a fiddle, and 
nothing, none the worse for wear aside from his like mental state of yeah. <laughs> being accused of murdering someone who he's like, I didn't see there was just a wolf. So everyone's trying to make him, um, they're like trying to make him think he's crazy. Um, yeah. He's getting support from his dad. That that's a that's a big thing. Like the family the 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 family ties here are strong. There's no um there's no sign of like what caused him to leave in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh his dad just seems genuinely happy that his son is back and uh while Larry's reserved, um he's still uh, up to that point he was like fine with taking everything back over it's like i guess that's just what i'm doing now um so there's no conflict there which had the film been longer would have been nice to see because it, it yeah. adds more character there's there's not really a lot going on with larry talbot in this uh yeah, yeah no <laughs> until he starts getting like accused of things and then that gives him some mm. pathos and then he transforms goes yeah. running amok and yeah. it's um it's good the transformation sequence is excellent mm. we even get yeah. a great like we're just gonna see a f- some feetsies and yeah uh, not not <laughs> see him for a, it gives you a nice like those aren't people feet and mm. Then he's just out the stalking window around. and stalking around, yeah. and it's it's very good. And then you finally see mm-hmm. him, and it's iconic, like he's leaning on the tree and just in the moonlight. It's it's a great it's a great yeah. shot. Yeah, and it's not bad makeup either. Like it is it is iconic for a reason. Like it's a very distinct design, but like nothing's patchy or out of place. The fur is all like consistent across the face. Those little tusky fangs look like they sit properly and everything yeah the, like, little, the little doggy nose yeah yeah it, it's actually really good overall it's it's like a little cutesy compared to modern designs um shall we say but like yeah he, yeah he, i mean he looks he looks a little snuggly if he wasn't like six foot something yeah yeah if he wasn't a foot and a half taller than everyone else in this village yeah. <laughs> it, i mean it works really well once he's in makeup because he's even bigger looking Mm, yeah, with all the extra yeah. fur padding and stuff he's he's a he's a big lad and that makes him imposing as the werewolf mm, yeah until he has to run then that part looks a little weird but you know yeah, but what are you gonna do nothing's perfect in the 40s <laughs> i know uh the town mobs come after him they set traps everywhere uh they original wait no that was in the other one <laughs> the, the other one was the dancing okay um yeah yeah they don't really like there's not there's nothing not much happens in this movie yeah they yeah it's um he kills the one guy <laughs> oh yeah, the grave digger yeah he just kills yes. the grave digger i don't think he killed anybody else no uh he does his best but yes he yeah. only kills the grave digger uh, <laughs> yeah um Maleva gives him a charm that will like uh, prevent the evil spell taking hold, and he's like, "Well, I guess." And then immediately gives it to Gwen to protect her. Yeah, which which could have been the thing. Maybe that was effective in holding off Bela's curse. But then it's like, why wouldn't he? Why wasn't he wearing it? I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah. There's Again, always. just Again. don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there are some there are some bits that are actually really good. Like um, he sneaks in to see Baylor's coffin, essentially as it's sitting waiting to be buried. Uh, and he's just hiding in the background when Maleva comes, like, starts mourning for her son. And he's in the background. He looks like he's got a lot of actual genuine remorse going on. There is, like, coming to terms with the fact that, yes, maybe he did actually do this. Like, it wasn't just a wolf. It was a werewolf. Um, and <laughs> a good funny bit with the priest there as well. is like, I heard you're going to come through town and dance and sing and have a big party. Or it like, yeah, there's that tradition. And the priest's like, ugh. Superstition. <laughs> I mean, sure, they know how to deal with uh, this kind of werewolf business better than you, but we'll go with that. Yeah. Mm. So it's yeah, it's pretty it, interesting. The the hunters all or the villagers, I guess, they all get together and like just start planting um, bear traps everywhere, all over the forest. Yeah, yeah. I hope they told people. They didn't tell anyone. <laughs> And even if, oh, God. so they run into Larry, well, Larry steps in a trap as the wolfman, mm. and yes. then um, Maleva shows up randomly and and reverses the curse for a few minutes or something. It's, she's mm. like, just let you have yeah. some rest, and it like, un- it untransforms him, and that should have just like taken his foot off right then. Yeah. <laughs> because he turned back yeah. into people people foot and that was mm-hmm. a large bear trap and wh- whatever yeah. he just kind of like walks it off mm-hmm. I mean he does have accelerated yeah. healing but he's like vaguely yeah. from giant I don't know how many 90 120 pound what bear trap mm-hmm. thing um, yeah. yeah he's just walking it off runs into uh, his I think it's the, the groundskeeper yeah, it's somebody that works yeah, in the manor, like, and, and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing out here, um, uh, Lord Talbot?" And he's like, "I'm hunting the creature too." Yeah, yeah, I'm out here hunting. He doesn't actually just, say the just like you. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like, "I'm out here hunting just like you guys." <laughs> just fun little bit of ambiguity in the script. <laughs> but, and and like that would have been that because that goes over just fine. But they didn't go like, mm-hmm. "Hey, there's bear traps everywhere. Watch where you yeah. step." <laughs> he's like no, no it's okay I already I already found one <laughs> uh, yeah bear, bear traps yeah. yep yep got the note got the note thanks mm, yeah <laughs> but um yeah it it just kind of doesn't do much after that he he realizes that this is an incredible danger uh finds out that he's targeting Gwen because the um the pentagram appears on her palm. Mm. Uh and you think he would have I felt like when he went to go see her he should have went like, hey you know that charm I gave you? I I'm, I'm gonna need that back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just get that yeah. gonna have to borrow that for a little bit please? Um it's for everyone's safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Werewolves are real. Oh god. Uh, um but yeah, he he tries to talk with Gwen about it, freaks out when he sees the pentagram, and then like heads back home. And his dad's like, "Listen, son, I love you." 
we're going to get through this terrible psychotic break you're having and we're going to prove that you're not a werewolf by strapping you to this chair in front of the window where you can see this big trap we've set up for the werewolf. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll work out just fine, son. And then it's yeah, like, Dad, yeah, you, if anything, just take my cane. Yeah, just take it. Just take the cane. <laughs> and his dad takes the cane. And yeah. Larry becomes the Wolfman once more, only to be beaten to death by his dad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's act. It's pretty horrible. His dad's yeah. just like wailing on him because mm. he doesn't know. He just sees a sees a yeah, giant yeah, yeah. huge it's monster, and he's just bashing it. And it's that kind of wild bashing where your perfectly coiffed hair like starts to fall out of place. Mm, um yeah he do, he doesn't get bitten in the exchange he's just beats mm. him and then uh having his skull crushed by the five pound cane uh mm. re- reverts back to larry yeah yeah and, and the um and gives his father post traumatic stress disorder for the rest of his life and the guilt of like losing both his oh, sons yeah. and murdering the yeah. second one yeah um, and the the police constable comes along and sees this terrible scene with Gwen half dead on the ground and Larry dead in his dad's arms and like I like to think he he understands the actual situation that happened and it has bought into the world thing but he's trying to help the Talbot save face by going ah Gwen must have been attacked by the wolf and uh, Larry came to rescue her and got killed yeah just got got hit in the ensuing scuffle. And mm. I'm surprised yeah. she got back up, honestly, because it looked like he snapped her neck. Mm. Yeah, there's a I mean, lot he, of, he of lifted lift, lift her off the ground off. and just like, mm. and then she dropped. And then the dad came in and it's like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Uh, but no, she got back up. Yeah, charm saved her. Yep. Clearly. <laughs> Charms work, Could folks. Have saved a lot of other people uh, if you just kept it on. Yep. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it, this was uh, this was my first time watching it. I really liked this. I, I hadn't seen this before either. Yeah. If I had, it's been so long that I didn't remember. But I, the thing is, I, I probably watched the earlier version. Mm. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I've seen and I and yeah, and then I know I've seen one of the later ones because uh, Lon Chaney reprises this role like for four other films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good. Go watch it. It's only seventy minutes. It's yeah, available in a lot of places, I think. Yeah, it, it's a it's a <clears throat> it's a classic for a reason. So, mm, yeah. It's very quaint. It is a very quaint. <laughs> it is a very proto twenty first century. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can see the roots of a lot of stuff sort of yeah. beginning to beginning to grow here. Yes. Uh, that, as we said, sort of come out more in Hammer films and then translate themselves across and become more modern day cinema tropes. But like, yeah, it, it's it's good to go back and watch early horror, I think, because you get a nice sense for how we got to where we are in the modern day. Yeah, exactly. and um, even just looking at some of the production notes, and this makes sense, uh, 
the the werewolf transformation isn't specifically linked to the moon in this one. It was mm-hmm. just to the blooming of the wolfsbane. So yeah. that would be why and in autumn, so it's like one mm-hmm. one season that may or may not happen annually. Yeah. Right. So that would have given um Bela wouldn't have been like as worried about it. Because yeah. it's, it's not yeah. every year, it's not monthly, and it's just sometimes it happens when this particular flower is blooming. And a uh, bad idea to set up camp anywhere near that flower, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that he saw the flower and he was like, uh, hell no, and just like he chucks yeah. it <laughs> off the table. <laughs> yeah. Like, where where yeah. did you get that? He's like, uh, it's just around the corner. Oh, yeah, you gotta go. Uh, yeah, time to go. Get her. <laughs> a lot of us there's gotta be a lot of going we gotta go you gotta go um mm. yep yeah, here's your money back um yep yeah. <laughs> don't let the curtain get you on the way out yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I, I did enjoy this one and the the makeup was great and giant mm. giant Larry yeah. Talbot was fantastic <laughs> even if he's a bit of a sleazy guy yeah uh, nobody's perfect no <laughs> Yes, that was the original The Wolfman. The 2010 version follows the the plot of this pretty... It's it's not on the nose, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, what it's also mm-hmm. doing is paying homage to not just this film, but almost several of the ones that came in between, because there's many years of Wolfman films um, between mm-hmm. the first and the, the, the remake, or the reboot. Um, and it's dealing with uh, some of the specifically like Rick Baker um, and names and tropes from American Werewolf in London, which we covered way, 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 way many years ago. Yeah, back yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> uh, and I think Curse of the Werewolf, and uh, there's another. It another film where they took the costuming from. Because the the anytime uh, in this one it's Lawrence Talbot, mm-hmm. uh, but it's Benicio del Toro, and anytime he transforms into the the Wolfman, he's he has Wolfman garb. <laughs> it's not always yeah. the clothes he was like wearing, <laughs> which is great. But it is um, it's based off of uh, one of the earlier films, I think from the sixties. Okay. I'll eventually yeah. find that, or probably not. It was with, um, I don't know why I cannot recall the actor's name. He's a large man. He was in, um, I ju- we, I, we just watched him in Munchausen. He was, uh, yeah. he was oh, Vulcan. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, of whom you speak, I cannot remember his yes. name. He also portrayed um, the Wolfman, and they took his costume of the open, uh, ripped chest bare shirt that looks like yeah. it should be the cover of a like a Harlequin novel. <laughs> Oliver Reed, mm-hmm. you are thinking yeah. of Oliver, Oliver Reed. Reed. Yep, I there know it was. I had an image, and just it was not congealing, as sometimes is the case. Anyway, we found it. Uh, this again follows basically the same plot. Um, Lawrence Talbot uh, returns home as the prodigal prodigal son, 
to a much, much less welcome household um, helmed by the, 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 the Talbot sire, um, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Who just yes. like as always crushes every scene he's in. It's you can't just oh, yes. you're just watching him. <laughs> he's yeah. just quietly yeah. chewing the scenery. Yes, <laughs> the the austerity production in this film has slowed to a crawl and now their only production is cobwebs and dust. Um mm, Yeah. Yeah. There's some vines. Yeah. I was looking at the production notes. This is actually a real hole in England, and the yes. one thing they did to it was get a bunch more weeds and cobwebs and just put them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's a very different tone. I think it really sets that up well to the original Wolfman, which is like it's, that was a functioning estate with like people who still worked in and around it, whereas this is like a last vestige um, of that kind of that. I mean, that again, that almost feudal system where it's like, you know, there's no one left to care for it. The owner himself doesn't really care for it in any capacity at this point. Uh, it's just kind of being let, let go he's, to waste. He's been dead years. for years. Yeah. <laughs> Quite dead, Lawrence. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God, that scene was so good. <laughs> there was, uh, like, well, as was every scene where he's just allowed to just go off. Mm. Um, yeah. he has his, his manservant sing, um, from his time in, uh, in India. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a different feel altogether. Uh, there's all this tension, um, between Lawrence and his father. He's a, uh, noted, but also terrible, um, uh, stage actor. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we see a little Hamlet. We get we get a little of his of his rendition of of Hamlet, and it's very bad, very very mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but he's using that fame to just kind of like playboy it up. He's just living and partying. Um, it, 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 is he? So so I think it's it, I think it's fair to point out. That uh, that Dave and I watched two different versions of this movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched the unrated version. So there's 17 minutes somewhere in the film, and the the last time I watched the theatrical release was in fact in the theater. So 11 years, mm. you'll have to forgive. I do not recall what was yeah. added in when it's 17 minutes sprinkled across the film. Yeah. Aside yeah. from a bit in the. Toward the beginning, um, when Lawrence is traveling um, from London out to the Moors, uh, he's he's on a, a train ride and he uh, has a brief scene with Max von um, Sydow, who bequeaths him the uh, in- dagger inlaid um, walking stick. Yeah, so that doesn't exist in the version of the movie that I watched. Um, Max von Sydow isn't in the movie, period, in the theatrical cut. Neither is that train ride. So um, what happened for me is um, the opening, uh, which was uh, shockingly quick uh, and seemed uh, severely cut, followed by uh, Lawrence just arriving at the hall. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, so you guys didn't you did you guys didn't get the whole opera scene? Nope. Uh, yeah. No, so like, they're, <laughs> they're at like the London Opera House, a opera. I don't know the theater house. Um, and he's just on stage doing the Horatio lines horrendously. I think maybe he's like half out of his gourd drunk. <clears throat> Possibly. Uh, he just is modeling. Uh, he's very like, he's a lot of diva, like stage. He's just, he's not good. And yeah, so- th- this is, so what this feels like, as I, I just watched, um, and we will eventually come back, back to this uh, at a future episode, but I just watched Phantom of the Opera. Uh, <laughs> and um it feels like um i don't remember her name but there's the main diva that is very bad at singing but she's just very famous so everyone wants her or she just makes herself the main presence and that's what he's kind of doing is he's just taking over these productions and he's just really bad he's not a good actor um, yeah, so from the theatrical cut, from everything that is said about him in the theatrical cut, he is actually a good actor in that in that version of, yeah. of the movie. There is no indication that he is actually a terrible actor. So. Yeah, no, so th- th- all the rest of that dialogue is still there. So you watch him and go like, oh, this is bad. And then everyone going, oh, you're so great. And they're just, <laughs> because he's famous, I don't know. What it is, is he's yeah. supposed to be touring, and you're going like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know if they're going to, like, just let you – you can't be good for, like, the box office. <laughs> like, I just don't no. feel like people are coming to see you. Um, so he's there. He's doing the performance. But um, Gwen Conliffe is there. She took a train oh. to London – to go see him, she goes specifically to his dressing room and he's having, like, he's about to have a sexy party and she's mm-hmm. just, like, standing there in her fancy green uh, satin dress thing and there's, like, half-dressed the ladies from the play and everyone's just tossing back tons of booze and... Mm-hmm. She's trying to, he's like, your brother's been missing for um, a month and everyone's worried. And I, I heard you were in London. You've been away in the States for so long, but you're here close enough for me to come see you to tell you that, can you, you know, please come to this state to help look for your brother? Cause we haven't, he's been gone and there's been a bunch of people yeah. dead and killed. And he's like, <laughs> no, he's emphatically, he's like, no, he's like, I'm not. I'm not going back. I have, we're leaving tomorrow to go back to America and tour. And I, I, I don't have time for this. You know, cut, cut to the alternate universe. That is the theatrical cut where he just received a, a, a letter from her. <laughs> uh, and she's already at Blackmore. <laughs> and yeah, no, she she's... tells him to come back and she tells him to come back so so that part's still there too so he's talking to his dad and uh, it just it, what it makes it seem like is he uh i i guess it would sound really weird if he's talking to his brother's fiance or if she went to go see him like there's you can't do that or something so he, it sounds like he's he's like uh yeah i um I got your letter that you sent, so I came back. Uh, 
is is not the tone, but that's what it comes off as because you we literally watched her visit him. There was no letter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it, it's like it, winking. It, it, I got your I got your letter. <laughs> yeah, dad, she never came to see me. She's totally faithful to Ben. In your <laughs> alternate universe, there there was no letter, but in our universe, there was mm. nothing but a letter. There yeah. was there was nothing but a letter, and Max von Sydow was removed from was Thanos snapped out of existence, which is a shame because yeah. it was a great scene, and he just had like the best yeah. outfit, and it was very mm. and it was very it's it's um kind of mystical. And and when I'm when I was reading some of the trivia, it's saying that it was like a a scene, uh, um, a gaff, like it's not supposed to happen. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, Lawrence is on the train. He's just kind of like sleeping off both the train ride and probably the massive like bender headache that he had from all the drugs and booze he was consuming. And he's just resting his head on the window of the of the train car and he's he's looking at a picture of his mother and i think maybe a letter from his brother i don't know it doesn't get into it but he's holding two things they he falls asleep and drops them the camera pans and shows it like the little car thing he's in is empty just him and then it pans back and then max von said i was just chilling in the like the opposite bench he's just there <laughs> Like he, did, yeah. he didn't sit down. He was just there the whole time. Maybe, um, even though the seat was empty a couple seconds earlier, and he picks up the the photograph and the letter and hands it back to him. He's like, "Oh, you you dropped these, young man." And uh, his whole purpose is to give him the cane. Like he's he's like, "Oh, I I it's been a while since I've seen my mother." He's like, "I are you going to go visit her?" And of course, he's like, "No, she's been dead for since I was a child." And um. Then Max one said, "I was like, well, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry that she's passed away, but you're you're going out to the out to the the moors, and it's like every 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 man should uh, have a, a good sturdy stick um, uh, to, to traverse the moors, and so I'll give you this." And he like yeah. hands him the cane to look at, and Benicio like whips out the dagger, and he's like, "This is pretty cool. It's a very nice cane. I cannot accept. <laughs> I cannot accept this obviously very expensive thing." Um, and he hands it back to him, uh, falls asleep again. The camera does a little trick, and then Max Pensetto's gone, and just, like, the cane's just resting on the seat. And so yeah, Lawrence yeah. just, like, well, I guess I'll just take it, because it's just left here. And that's that's the story yeah. of the cane. But it's very, it's very like, mystical feeling, even if it was a yeah. living issue. Yeah. As opposed to uh, as, as opposed, opposed to picking to it up in a shop. <laughs> well, no, he just has it. Mm -hmm. He just has the cane. That's his cane <laughs> that goes with his very, very sweet large coat that I want. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. His his his, his big ca Candyman <laughs> coat. Yeah. <laughs> so he makes his way um, to the estate. Gets his frosty, frosty welcome from his father. Uh, the more mm. congenial welcome from Singh, because he's known Singh since he was younger. Which is really weird, because um, uh, John Talbot is like... He says, oh, you remember Singh. But then he like talks about him like he's new. It's, it was a weird yeah. introduction. 
but I guess because it has been years, because it turns mm-hmm. out that um, after the death of uh, Lawrence's mother, uh, John had sent him away to an asylum for a yep. year, and then onward to America. Yeah, yes, to live with his aunt. <laughs> yeah. So now he is an American werewolf in London. <laughs> in the greater London area. Yes. <laughs> for the moment, until he goes back to London. But, yeah. um... Yeah, that's that's the basic setup. He's uh, he's at the thing. He needs to go see the telescope. Makes a return, but it's much less uh, uh, large an affair, uh, which was kind of nice. And it it, ge- it yeah. gave a moment for some wonderful. Maze um, John Frost. It's in a little bit of poetry uh, mm-hmm. that um, Sir John Talbot recites about the moon and its entrancing beauty. Yeah, being being. A- being about as subtle as a heart attack. <laughs> that's gotta that's be perfectly Anthony honest. Hopkins. I know, but like you know, once again, as somebody this, that has this script was <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, yeah, as somebody that that this was the first time, this was their first viewing of it. I um, I uh, I love I love the the set design the costuming the cinematography is actually pretty solid um i don't i the cast i think the cast does a fine job but the editing for this movie at least for the once again the theatrical cut is like a nightmare i was so 17 minutes is a lot to cut out of a movie and i don't think the intro was maybe like that was maybe three to five minutes right there that wasn't yeah, so so the first thirty minutes of this movie just feels like a bunch of two minute vignettes, like minus the the conversation when Lawrence returns home and and talks to Sir Talbot, um, which is like the longest one of the longest dialogue sequences within the first thirty minutes. Like it, mm. it's just it's just like two-minute vignettes of people talking and kind of expositing at, at each other, then, like, ten seconds of, like, uh, transitions, and then, like, another two minutes, and I'm like, what is this movie? I don't... I, I don't feel like I can, like, get my footing on, uh, like, time, mm. space, anything that's going on within the, like, within the first 30 minutes of it, and it was, like, really kind of... Uh, infuriating and off-putting for me because, like I said, I really like the way that this movie looks and I like everything surrounding it, but, like, the story and the editing were driving me up the wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think if I had a bit of extra time, which I do not, I would have watched the theatrical version again um, just for that comparison, which I'd intended to try to be able to do, but it just wasn't going to fit into everything else that I had to do. Uh, but suffice to say that I feel that the unrated cut should. Ha- I really wish they wouldn't just. Can't they call it director's cut? It's yeah, unrated yeah, cut. And you're like, it's just gonna because it. The movie, by and large, we didn't talk about it, but it is quite violent. And I don't know yeah. if that's oh, just the version yeah. I watched because it was exceedingly limbs and oh no, 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 that's getting that's the claws through their face and oh their yeah, jaw, no, and yeah, it, um. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Some 
some fingers getting getting gone and that brought up um a point which we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute uh so i don't think i don't know where else uh, anything else has to be like exposition i don't know what else they would have cut out um, I can't tell again because I didn't don't recall what happened in the. Um, I, I spoke with Cameron about this um, uh, out in the green room, but um, my recollection of this film, I, I remember enjoying it. I was I was excited to go see it in the theater, and I remember coming away going like, "Yeah, it was a pretty good movie." Uh, but thinking back on it, the the only thing I could remember about this entire film. Uh, before I rewatched it, was like the the ending showdown. Like that's all I had in my mind. Like there's a there's fire, and then there's a big brawl, and that's all I got. I, like nothing must have been a great movie because nothing else sticks with me. I and I, maybe his coat. Yeah, I remember him having a nice wardrobe. But that being the case, this rewatch, um, it was pleasant because it was like, it was like watching a film I hadn't seen before because I, I did not recall enough of it to, um, anticipate like anything happening aside from its following the plot beats of, uh, the earlier Wolfman film. So, uh, they, they meet, um, Lawrence requests to go see his brother, uh, because they have him in a, in, in an ice house. And yeah. he goes to do that. He gets repulsed by the very fantastic um, brief makeup prosthetic mm. body shot of a mutilated younger brother. Uh, and he, he gets the effects um, that his father requested to be buried with his son, which is really weird because it, it was kind of mementos that should have been given to Gwen anyway. Mm, yeah. Like that would have made more sense considering what he ended up because Lawrence is like, I'll just take those. And, um, or, or rather the, uh, the ice house guy was like, mm. Hey, your father said to bury these, but I think maybe you should have them instead. So everyone's yeah, kind of be being reasonable. Yeah. Things. Um, so yes, he ends up uh, giving those to Gwen a little bit later on. There's a, just a, not much else happens. Um, in that kind of interstitial space. Like it's, it's very yeah, just get, people talking. Yeah. We get upset with each other where, where everyone, where everyone is like given their theories as to what's going yeah. on. Hmm. And it's obviously like, Oh, it's those gypsies and they're dancing bear. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and at least ha- like two or three of the guys were being reasonable going like that bear is not going to hurt nobody. It's like, yeah, I it's, did. It's I did so like old. That. <laughs> yeah, and then we and yeah. then we've got the we've got the the the, the old guy that li- lives next to Camp Crystal Lake. That's like twenty five years ago. There was mm. a horrible string of attacks, and I'm like, yeah. there we go. <laughs> those yeah. those nasty Talbots, and that, yeah. and and their and their and their dirty mother, this gypsy mm. mother, yeah. and um, oh, the, the oh, yeah, best they- like. Go ahead. Did they did they address that at all in the director's cut? Because they they don't actually talk about their mother's heritage at all in 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 the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, it's alluded to. I don't recall. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't think they talk. There's some memories. There's flashbacks of young. Um, 
Lawrence and young Ben, like, yes. kind of talking with their mom, brief, like, briefly. I kind of, yeah. I, I, I liked the flashbacks. I hated all of the weird effects they kept doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then and Lawrence would be walking and it does, like, weird after images. And it's like, that's fine mm. in Castlevania, but I don't need this here. There was, there was like, there was like only one shot that I thought was kind of interesting, and it was when he was walking past the reflecting pool during the flashback, mm-hmm. and the reflection was moving at a different frame rate than than he was. But then they ruined it by also putting in that after image sliding. Yeah, that that was it. the part that like was terrible. No, there's there had to there was another <laughs> scene because they they specifically he remembers or someone says something um it's not like guessing like they it's it's stated somehow that his mother was a gypsy and that's why he is uh darker haired and everything than um his brother. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, that that just never comes up like I just assume because clearly their mother is, well <laughs> because it's Benicio del Toro playing Sir Anthony Hopkins' son and also their mother there's a does yeah not there was a like conversation I think woman. it was between Lawrence and his father about that I I, I, oh, I think that that okay. happened okay well yeah. that was, I may be misremembering did... but I I felt very clearly that the film wasn't having you weren't having to guess like it was explicit somehow. Uh, all right. So well, I can't. I don't know the scene, but I recall that that was a thing because I I never felt like that was in question. Like I was like, okay, yeah, that that's that's what it is. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. <laughs> Benicio did dye his hair darker for this role. His hair is kind of brown. Yeah. yeah. He made it very like raven. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah. No, in the in the pub, he's just like picks up the guy's drink and dumps it in his face and then just walks off. He's like, you don't talk about my mother like that. And then like left. And he's like, I'll be outside if you need to finish this. Um, and everyone's flipping out. And then what was that? Not in yours? Nope. <laughs> oh, no, it was so good. Yeah. So the guys are just talking all this horrible stuff about his mom. Yeah. And the mustache guy is just going on about it, and then you you can just see him like stewing in his seat, and he gets up, walks over there, and just dashes the guy's drink in his face, and everyone like gets up to beat him up, like they they don't. There's no context. It's like some dude just walked up mm-hmm. and splashed him, uh, and he's like, "You don't talk about someone's mother or something like that." I was like, "Oh no, I think it's my my mother was was not a whore or something," and he. Yeah. He 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 gets held back by some guys, but then he shrugs him off and like walks out. He's like, "I'll be outside if you need to finish this." Um, <laughs> and the guy is just sitting there, like, uh, and his mustache is dripping, and he's very upset. And then everyone's looking, going, "Like, oh, that was that was Lawrence Talbot." And then the guy just sat back yeah. and he was like, "Oh yeah, my bad. I probably shouldn't have said that in the presence <laughs> of the." I was going to say it anyway, but maybe not oh, yeah. when the sun yeah. is right there. <laughs> Because yeah. he he could have yeah. just he was justified in decking me at that point, but that's that's how it went down in the director's cut. So I think a lot yeah. of the stuff is those little those little things that explain stuff was cut out. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, a uh, oh, the version. story? Oh, yeah, the, the story got cut out. the part out. that makes sense. That, yeah, that's why I was like, what do you mean it was, like, mine wasn't jumping at all. It was very precise <laughs> and very flowing, and I didn't see any weird ending uh, other than the dumb computer stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> Go back and um, watch the other version. I mean, I think it's a much better film. Yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what is really weird for me is that is the version I watched originally. I don't know if it was like a special screening or something, but I distinctly remember a bunch of this stuff you're talking about, and now I've watched the theatrical one earlier today for this. And so I get I get uh, distant memories of the better version of the film. And <laughs> you're like, I must have dreamed of this better film. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did want to say there was... um. Some of the some of the language used by the guy describing the attack twenty five years ago was really good and evocative. With like, we found Noddy and all his flock scattered over a quarter mile. I'm yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, uh, this yeah, and he was like, monster. and whatever it is, ain't afraid of a buckshot, a load of buckshot. Yeah. 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 It was good. It was very like, um, well the. I don't know if I think it might have been that guy. One of the guys in the pub, I think the constable, mm, yes. is is from the pub in American Werewolf in London. Oh, oh yeah, is okay. the in in the the um yeah the dancing lamb. What the heck was that? Yeah, whatever they called it. Whatever the other pub was, but um, yeah, it's it's that they brought in that actor. They did a lot of stuff like that in people's names. Um, yeah, yeah. Our 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 homage, but yeah. So that's that's that part. I don't even remember what happens next. Um, uh, I think uh, this is they, where Sir Talbot. I think they go to the. Well, they eventually immediately go to the thing because they're all riled up about the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sir um, Talbot had told Lawrence not to go out tonight because it's a full moon and. You know, yeah. he's being very subtle, and of course, yeah. Lawrence does. <laughs> yeah, just because they're lunatics about like people, who <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, which, like which again was about well, it is, and that's that's the other toss back to American Werewolf in London, where there that yeah. whole thing was oh, there's a a, a, a lunatic a maniac out on the moors, mm. like yeah. slaughtering people. Yeah, yeah, and um, he's going to the the Roma camp. Because his younger brother specifically was the the town sort of representative, yeah, yeah, um, and so he's essentially looking for more information about what might have happened to him, because uh, you know they're out and about in the wilderness, they might have seen something more. They knew him better than some of the people in town. Uh, so yeah, it's full moon. What could possibly go wrong? Yes, a, a lot goes wrong. A lot. Yeah. Like immediately, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So not not only um is there the issue of it full moon. Um, shortly after Lawrence gets to the camp, uh, literally a torch bearing mob on horseback uh comes sweeping into camp to get that damn bear. Give us, give us the bear. And apparently, um, in order for, for budgetary reasons, um, that bear is the bear from the Golden Compass. Like they just oh, oh, they just great. took it and put it in this. 
Huh? Oh, they shrunk it and then recolored it. Yeah, <laughs> they just made it a grizzly bear, and wow. it had it. It had its stand-up roar, and then that was all you see it. You know, because I was just, I was just like, ah, well, I know that that's clearly a CG bear, but I, I, it was the armored bear. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I thought it looked a little off because it was CG, but it turns out it was just the wrong species of bear in the in the, from a different movie that they just plugged in. <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy! I love. I actually kind of love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the the constabulary has followed this mob. Fortunately, they're actually trying to do their jobs and be reasonable, and are like trying to talk them down. When in the middle of all this, uh, someone falls over screaming because <laughs> he has had his back torn off. <laughs> And, and the guys are still like, get that bear. I'm like, the bear's been in front of you the whole time, guys. It's, <laughs> I, I, it's not the bear. <laughs> I, I, I know that the implication is that he, he, the guy, that guy stumbled into the crowd and then fell over. Mm-hmm. But there is a part of me that just likes to imagine that no one saw the were- werewolf just break that guy's <laughs> back while he's surrounded by like five people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like this scene for like the panic direction yeah. of it. Like it is confusing as hell, and all throughout this, the werewolf is like just this blurred zigzag between tents and carriages and stuff. Um, there's there's lots of little fun play with that. Like the guy who hides in the tent and thinks he sees the werewolf shadow and shoots it, and it's actually just uh, aroma with like a claw dagger thing. Right, and then the werewolf actually grabs him from behind through the back of the tent and stuff. Uh, all, all kinds of good stuff. Um, and again, yeah, the the good old uh, ultra violence. Um, really, really getting out there with this one. Yeah, they they were making as much use as they could of Rick Baker's phenomenal like makeup skills. Mm-hmm. They yeah, and I mean he just... won an Academy Award for this. Oh so. yeah. He, yeah. the, the gore is on point. It's not. I felt it was taking away from the film. To mm. me, it could, it could be a little more. Um, so I don't know if if, if there was more in yeah. my version. I don't know. The scene was it, very long it, it, on mine. It was. It, it was also decently long for us, and it was yeah. pretty damn gory. So it's possible. The unrated version, hilariously enough, does not touch any of the things that might require a film to be unrated. Which, it, I don't know. It it, <laughs> it it literally it felt like okay, so you know we've we've we listen everyone we've we've um, we paid homage to like a lot of the the feel and look of of the original film, but this is the twenty first century, and mm-hmm. kids need that gore to, to make a film exciting so the werewolf attacks are just gonna be nuts and that's what it that's that's that created a, a bit of total dissonance <laughs> between yeah. like the non-werewolf attack parts of the movie and the rest of the movie um because yeah, yeah and i mean yeah. the movie was 2007 so that's in the middle of everything being like extra grimy and extra yeah. like this is the middle of like the saw became a franchise and yeah hostile oh, part yeah. seven and you know they just all of that was going on 
in the, in the middle of the 2000s was a lot. And this yeah. was... Yeah. And, and a bit that I, I neglected to... I'd forgotten about it until just now. The speech with Max von Sydow, he's, when he's giving him the cane, um, he's looking at it and he says that this cane is a representation of the beast from um, Gewodan. So that's mm. a brotherhood yeah. of wolf slash like that original werewolf um, tale. Right. Yeah. Uh, is is what he was doing, and and to be fair, some of the effects of uh, the set design of this does evoke like Brotherhood of the Wolf aesthetics, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, as we mentioned, the green room has almost got that Bloodborne Victorian vibe, just with the darker tone. Um, it's good. Um, uh, Lawrence has to be the big damn hero. He saves not one but two kids in this scene. Um, and he gets scared but, by not one but two birds. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple, couple, of, couple of freaky birds, man. Um, but uh, essentially, manages to chase the werewolf off. Um, but a kid from the camp is running off in vaguely the same direction, so he runs after the kid, gets lost in a circle of standing stones. Because apparently we're at Stonehenge as well while we're at it, um, and is ambushed by the werewolf and bitten. In in the jugular, <laughs> yeah, like severely, badly in the jugular. Yes, soup came out of his neck. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this is my Del Toro soup. Um. Yeah. Um. The the uh woman Maleva from the camp uh saves his life. She sutures his neck shut because. They weren't going to get him back to the village in time to get him to an actual doctor. And she found uh, a lot of blood. Yeah, she found lots of extra blood to give him. It's all good. He, he's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of the other women from the camp uh, argues with her that she should just let him die because that's the kind thing to do and will also stop a bunch of people from dying. And she's yep. like, ah, but is it a sin to kill this man? It's like, is it a sin to kill a beast? Which one is it? <laughs> a little bit of philosophizing out of the way yeah except for like i get it because it's nodding to the original one where she's like you just need to walk your own your path you walk Mm. is a terrible one but Mm. you're like he's gonna kill a lot of people he's gonna kill a lot he kills a lot of people in this movie yeah yeah he kills a lot of people in this movie and you know exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's not a mystery. Yeah. It's not maybe he's going to or he's going to control himself. You know he's cursed. You know he can't stop himself and he's and, a large man again. And you and you won't and you don't even tell him. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, that was the worst. Like you, it's like, yes, you you have a tough road. He's like, what are you talking about? Well, I know you can't hear me because you're like in a coma, but um, it's gonna be bad for you. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, his his uh, his father just doubles down on that, like hardcore. Yeah, immediately. There, 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 there is like... no more irresponsible a man than Sir John Talbot. <laughs> I like, mean, you know what? I've just I've just true. had a lot of. I'm tired of locking myself away. I'm just mm. let the beast roam free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a he lot. did a good job for 25 years, but <laughs> gotta end sometime. He's old um, and tired. I was yeah. wondering if I was wondering if that was just explained anymore in the in the uh, in the unrated cup because you know once again 
he's not been particularly subtle about <laughs> about his own condition so far throughout this movie and i was just like eh, like he's you've been doing this for a while and now you're just crazy now you're just cuckoo for coco puffs like now i was like well, eh. it, it was the, it was the um the accidental murdering of his own son i think that just that's fin- what finished it off yeah mm-hmm. that's what i figured but i was hoping that maybe like they actually said something like that. Uh, I mean, he talks about it. He's, um, yeah, because it talks about when he killed his own wife. He's like, that was the end of me then. And then, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. That that after killing Ben, he's like, I've got, I've got nothing else. Like, what does it matter? My other son's cursed. This is just, it's just gone to rot. Let's (laughs) just let it burn. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. For the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lawrence, I had a favorite, and it definitely wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, and you weren't listening yeah. to me about the. And he specifically says, "I, I, am very upset. I told you not to go out." Mm. Yeah, this because is everyone, all on ev- you. everyone else that, like, even the guys that just got their fingers bit off, died. Mm. Yeah, like to death horribly. Yeah, like every, they go, there were no other survivors aside from Lawrence. Yeah. Which is what yeah. I had originally, like, as I'm watching that scene and I'm going, like, there's a lot of dudes, like, these aren't life-ending injuries by modern standards, uh, apparently. It's yeah. just some fingers, like, <laughs> yeah, fingers, one guy lost wow. a leg, um, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a main artery, so I think that's in, like, yeah. if someone's not giving you immediately, immediate medical attention. Mm. Yeah. But everyone um, died. But then again, yeah. I wonder if, um, some of them were like did the romas kill some of them just to like go we can't have 30 werewolves running around (laughs) we can deal with one (laughs) yeah yeah oh could could be that i mean we don't know we have to guess it's just (laughs) yeah they they also might have just been like trampled there was a lot going on yeah yeah um but yeah, Lawrence goes into his little medical coma for the better part of, a, a, I'm guessing, about a week. Like They said it was a week. Yeah. They said it, yeah. Um, uh, Gwen says it was a week. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but he's getting better. He's all good, really. <laughs> uh, big nasty scar, but uh, otherwise he's fine. The, the nasty scar that just eventually goes away. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, straight up disappears. <laughs> Um, is this when we get uh, uh, the introduction of Inspector Priscilla Queen of the Megatron Red Skull? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the very pragmatic inspector who spends his night at the pub because, you know, two-thirds of the population is within 500 yards of this building. Yep. <laughs> yep. I loved that. That was great characterization. <laughs> and yay, it's always good to see Hugo weaving and things. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he's playing the inspector that. that was that was going after Jack the Ripper. So it's it's right. the character and himself. Like they're just based on the actual inspector. So that that was fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's Hugo Weaver. Yeah. He's just again. He may be chewing as much scenery as uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins in this. 
Yeah, he, he gets close sometimes. Um, he, get, he gets there. But, he, he he doesn't quite um, Agent Smith it, but it's it's treading hmm. on it a little in this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, this is where we learn a bit more of Lawrence's past uh, because he's now a prime suspect because you know he's had some he's had some difficulties in his past. Uh, <laughs> weren't you that kid that was in an asylum for thinking his father was a werewolf oh that wasn't mm. you <laughs> that wasn't you it's fine that, you I, 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 I just like that he is now the prime suspect because ellipses yeah. <laughs> I'm like you mean you mean the prime suspect when when uh, he wasn't in the in Blackmore because he was in London the prime suspect <laughs> for 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 what exactly um, <laughs> any man that could have as many faces as you might be hiding one more oh man that was yeah that was my favorite of like oh man well you you were sent to an asylum and you're an actor so maybe like, i love your right. plays but no one can trust an actor that is, yeah that is um that is historically rooted uh one of the prime suspects for jack the ripper was an actor who played a serial killer in a play at the time Ooh, yes. even better than yeah because they went how could he not be a serial killer if he can act that well yeah. Well, in in Dave's version, Lawrence is safe, but in our version, he's he's a mm. he's an amazing actor. That's true. He's a <laughs> it was it was so bad, guys. It, I wish there's maybe a scene of that. Like he's just like, oh, Horatio. <laughs> it, it's really bad. And you're going like. Yeah. Hey? What are you doing? Benito? to think. Oh wait, he's doing it bad on purpose. It took a minute. Going like, I don't know what. <laughs> I know you can act. This is so weird. Yeah. Oh wait, that was the perfect acting, ultimate acting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Have to throw off all those inspectors searching for talented actors. Yeah. 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 So um, it it goes it goes a little zany here. Um. We get bits on Singh's uh, penchant for like loading for bear and having an entire mm. ar- armory chest full of silver bulleted things. Yeah, yeah. You never know when you need it. And you know, a Sikh is a warrior for God. Yes. So he's religiously required to have a shotgun with silver bullets. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in in this version, we get the the zealoted priest um, like stirring up mm. the village, bringing the mob, yeah. and coming to uh, citizens arrest uh, Lawrence. And they would have mm. they would have got away with it too if it weren't for Sir John Talbot and his marvelous acting abilities as he uh, lets them <laughs> yes as his terrible aim and lets them uh, understand that they're all. Uh, under the watchful eye of of Singh uh, from the rooftops with his with his crack shot that could take out five men before he had to reload. Mm, yeah. yeah, but Singh was in the village uh, getting some Singh groceries. Was in the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, again, Anthony Hopkins is brilliant in all of this, but um, his his lines immediately after his entrance here is like, oh, "Sorry, Colonel, I was aiming for you," because he shot a statue next to a guy and blinded him with the shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Really sorry, sorry about your eyes. I was trying to shoot you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, really good. Um, Lawrence is understandably concerned because he heard this mob coming from like two miles away um, and gets Gwen to essentially pack her stuff and get out of get out of uh, Blackmore as fast as she can. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting stronger. I held off like three dudes. With my injured shoulder. With my with my yeah. big shoulders. Yeah, my big strong shoulders. <laughs> they were big strong uh, hands. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, once she's uh, gone off, uh, Lawrence is very suspicious of his dad, and uh, it's the night of full moon again, and he follows his dad out to the crypt uh, on the on the uh, estate grounds and finds a very obsessive shrine to his mother with like a torture chair facing at it with like all the, the, the steel band for the head and the restraints and everything. Yes. <laughs> all all after, I could think after, of was evil within. <laughs> yeah, very evil within. After after passing passing his his mother's crypt that looked like it just mm. leads to old Yarnum. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, and probably cost the rest of the Talbot fortune making that thing. Yes. Very ornate. Because it's, clear, it's clearly marble. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A perfect death-shrouded likeness of his mother. Yep. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, then we get the, the best speech of the whole movie, which is, um, Anthony Hopkins, you'll see that I'm quite dead. Speech. Yes. Yeah. It, it's again. It's Look great at these quite dead me. eyes. Mm, God, that that man is flawless as an actor. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah, we we get that little bit of um background again. It's like you know, when your mother died, I essentially died along with her, and I've just been essentially going along with the flow this entire time while not actually caring about anything. Um, anyway, uh, the the next few hours are going to be absolute hell. Uh, good luck. They probably won't kill you. And then he locks himself in the shrine, yep. leaving Lawrence out in the corridor. And Lawrence's like, huh? What are you, what are you, huh? what's he talking about? Um, oh, for the three then, seconds he has time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then, then we get the transformation, which is not bad. I it's just not really terrible. wish it was... I just wish it was practical, because, yeah. like, it's got, if, if it was this shot, shot with Rick Baker, practical effects, if they had had the time and money for that, I think this film would have been considered a lot better, uh, yeah. in terms of, like, critical reception at least, but yeah, it's, I like that it is, it hits more close to the American Werewolf in London transformation than the original Wolfman one, obviously, because that was uh, some feedies. Getting, yes. getting a little stretched out and fuzzy. Um, but, like, I like how torturous it is, in a way. Like, it is it is like he is regrowing into this whole new form. Like, you know, yeah. when his they, teeth they, 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 It echoes um, David's yeah. transformation. Like, it's almost a one-to-one mm. -one from the Miracle Marvel from London. Just yeah. worse. Yeah. Because he's bigger. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's bigger. The um, big wolf from London's a yeah. it's a big wolf. Yeah, no, yeah, the American yeah is is a yeah. This is this is uh, and this is and, more wolf man. That was like right, just a big wolf. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. and I have to say that, you know, even though this movie was like racing to get to the Wolfman, um, like I actually really like the the final Wolfman transformation makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. You know, yeah. it sticks. It's it's sticking very close to the original. It's specifically designed to evoke the same feeling as as the original, and I think that it actually looks really, really good. Um, mm. There's some questionable stuff with the movement <laughs> uh, sometimes, <laughs> um, mainly uh, some some really bad tracking with with a uh, particular uh, face all fours running shot that we will see multiple <laughs> times. Yeah, and they went back to fix that, so it must have been even worse. Yeesh. Yeah. Like they they, yeah, they went back yeah. the next year to like redo the two leg to four leg um, mm. transitions. Okay. Yeah. So they must have been um, real bad. <laughs> but but I do like that. I do like that he goes from bipedal to to lopping quadruped uh, run mode. Um, I yeah I like I like the makeup effects for like the final practical Wolfman makeup mm-hmm. effect. It, I think it looks oh, really, really good. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just like so seamless, especially around the eyes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, again, very Bloodborne. Uh, one of the, you, he, you could, you could put a hat on, hat and coat on that boy and he'd fit in the other. <laughs> Love him. Um, yeah, and uh, off he goes on his merry way to kill a whole bunch of people again. Who set um, a really bad trap. Oh yeah, terrible trap. <laughs> <laughs> the trap that's not very deep either. I mean, it's yeah, for not- a person, but... He's just like I'm. Just gonna jump right back out of this. This is enough. I've, I've... Not, not, yeah. not, not very deep and not very secure around <laughs> the perimeter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, lo- love a pit trap that has a smaller pit trap adjoining it that leads yeah. into the main one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, again, some good old ultra violence. Um, it's. I like this this because it's a nighttime in the woods sequence and this movie does that really well with like a little bit of fog and all the trees which again we're marching back to the original The Wolfman where like half the sets were just trees with a fog machine yes. um, yeah. <laughs> but it looks good it is genuinely creepy and this scene does a lot with muzzle flash uh, to like revealing moments of stuff and I think that's really good like um the guy near the end of it with a shotgun who hears the Wolfman behind him whirls around and shoots. But as the muzzle flashes, you can tell he's shot at like the wrong angle and he's about to get caught. Because you get this like literal split frame of the Wolfman leaping out towards him. I think stuff like that's really fun. Um, and again, it lets them show off the design while still keeping it really totally uh, fitting to the film. Yeah. Agreed. Then we get um, the, the inspector like happens upon the scene and he's just like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the entire posse just massacred and yeah, and flayed. So if they're if they're a thing, it's if they're assuming this one man who is not armed, I, mm. I don't. That's the weirdest. Like, okay, let's go get him, but yeah, how? <laughs> she just the one one crazy guy slaughtered an entire armed posse by himself mm. 
and like, yeah. Yeah, let's just go put him in an asylum. Okay. You're making some leaps there, some awful uh, presumptions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and they, and they technically but, uh, only grabbed him because he was, like, stunned and half mm. asleep. Yeah. Yes. And covered in blood. And horrified. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Realizing what he had done. I, um, I do have to say that I really, I do really enjoy that that the posse's bait got away. Like, yes. just yeah, just <laughs> it just like it just like wandered off, and the wolfman like looked at it and was like, yeah, I don't care about that. Oh yeah, yeah. This thing does not kill to eat. No, only yes. man flesh. Only man flesh. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Benicio wakes up the next morning like in a nook in a tree on the <laughs> Talbot estate, and his dad's like, ah. Oh, You've done very bad. You've been a bad boy. You've done such terrible things. Such oh, terrible coffee. things. Uh, yeah, guys, we. Uh, I was totally wrong. Um, I'm sorry about that. You should have taken him before. He's done. Monster. He's done some bad things, guys. It was him. He did it. It was definitely him. Look, it wasn't <laughs> me. Look at. There's no blood on my hands. Yep. yep. I only killed um, those other guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Lawrence gets the joyful experience of going back to uh, a late 19th century asylum with all its fantastic treatments for your mental health. Yes. Like the heroin ice bath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. The shock treatment. <laughs> mm, yeah. Hey, we, we used to do this to people thinking it would make them better. And man, the, the horror in this is that this was a real thing. Well, and, and, and he gets the full course. It wasn't like the one prescribed thing to fix one thing. He's like, uh, yeah, we're not sure what's going to fix you, so we're just going to do all of them. Yeah, give everything a go, you know. Yeah. Well, the implication is that this is the same doctor that treated him when he was a child, which is super mm. weird, but... Uh, yeah, because yeah. guy's not that old. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I'm very disappointed in you. So mm-hmm. it it's, it feels less like I'm actually trying to do this work to cure you, and more like you've embarrassed me and called my work into question, so now I'm just going to torture you. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you treat one kid, and then 20 years later, he comes back having murdered 15 people. You know, it's not good for your reputation. Nope. <laughs> uh, um, but we get finally the uh the proper backstory of what's going on uh around here uh when lawrence's dad comes to visit him in the asylum is like yeah so uh hey here's what happened you remember that time i went to india when i picked up sing well they told me this story about a weird creature in a cave and i went to see it i was just this little feral kid and he bit me and everything was fine yep until totally I came well. back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I came back and just killed a lot of people and your mother and um, yeah, it was oh a yeah, problem. I killed your mother by the way. And and here's the straight razor that I convinced you your mother used to commit suicide. You should use that if you don't have the stones for it. Bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not a uh, not great. No, it's not. Great. <laughs> not a good dad. Not a no. good dad. Um. And uh, guess what? Full Moon's coming up, and uh, Lawrence's doctor has a point to prove, so he's got the entire medical society in a, an auditorium with uh, Lawrence strapped to a chair with a big window open to the sky. It's like, yeah, yeah. Lycanthropy's uh, not real. Here's 
what we'll do, we'll show him the moon, he'll realize that he's just a man, and that'll end his, um, misguided thinking, uh, and then, uh, yeah, job done. It's gonna be great, yeah. guys. That's, that's all, just so sit back, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it for a little while, and I'm just gonna keep talking about it, and hey, Hey, mm-hmm. hey, doctor! Something's going. No, I'm not. I'm not done. Look, I like to orate. I like the sound of my voice. Yes. So yeah, I'm I, going to. Uh, what is that? Oh no! Okay, guys. Oh, no. uh, can someone open the door? Uh, I yeah. We gotta wrap this up. We got a problem. <laughs> yeah. I um, you know, I I even the even though it's signposted because he literally says it. But I, I, it, mm. it does make me giggle that he's like, he will no more transform into a beast than I will fly out that window. And I'm like, well, there you go. That's, yeah. well, all right. Lars Talbot will remember this. Yeah. Now, he now, now, now this sequence is, is just to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> really. It, it's good. It but does. Hey, the werewolf is vindictive. Who knew? Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pops that boy right out a window. Um, and yeah, he goes on goes on a bit of a rampage. Uh, the streets of London. Roof, rooftop <laughs> yeah. chase. That's and it was very concerning that the inspector was like keeping pace with him from the ground. It's like no, mm. he's yeah. running across the roof. Yeah. You, you would have lost him like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Let okay. alone shoot at him with a revolver. Yeah. 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 Nice. He stops every five minutes to crash a bus. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> I do like that the inspector, like, kept running into other cop into constables and like, do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? Cool. Yeah. Uh, cause this revolver's empty and I'm trying <laughs> to beat this werewolf. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. it was good. Yeah. But, um, it, but uh, yeah, it all hmm. leads back to the, the manor. The, yes, yeah. the chase is fruitless. He he holds up for a bit in the Conliff, um shop, so that's nice to see that nod back to the original. Mm. Uh, we get yes, that, a fan- uh, yes, a fantastic um, uh, bit with the inspector kind of crashing the party and going, "You you have him here, Miss Conliff, Where is he?" And then uh, <laughs> they have her to escort out of the building, and he's sitting there and like berating this mirror where he can see some like boots behind it and he's like you just need to come out of there mr talbot i've got you in my sights (laughs) and then he shoots it and the the glass breaks and it's like a pan yeah the god pan behind the thing with this little flute or maybe it's a devil uh it's (laughs) it's 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 very good and he's just like oh and all the other people are like oh yeah, because they're yeah. just listening to him like threaten this, what they think is a guy, and it's it's <laughs> it was it was too funny. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, um, Lawrence makes his way back to Blackmore. Everyone um, makes their way back to Blackmore. It's I mean, a Blackmore pilgrimage. Blackmore yes. pilgrimage. Uh, I'm I'm very sad to announce to everyone that Singh was killed off screen. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he's hanging from like I think a mounting rack. For like an animal trophy. Yeah, he did not need to meet that foul end. No, he, he was the one it. one good guy in this. Mm, just yeah, doing just his job. To do his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but hey, at least he left some silver bullets for Lawrence to grab. Yes, in um, his trusty trunk. Yeah. Yes, go 
got that. This house scene is super tense, and I actually really love it. Yes. It's just like sweeping around the house looking for dear old dad. Oop, there's Samson the dog. Don't shoot Samson. And dad just keeps like just being out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually they uh they they encounter one another. Uh and Lawrence in the drawing room. Up, yeah, in the drawing room. Uh Lawrence has Lawrence has a shotgun with silver bullets. He clearly has the advantage, uh and flick. Well, I removed the powder from those years ago. Oh, wouldn't want Sink to kill me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's a, it's a good old-fashioned monster brawl, and this is the one that Dave remembered of the entire movie, uh, because <laughs> the house catches on fire, uh, and we have a big, dumb Wolfman fight, and honestly, it's not bad. I enjoyed no, this. it's like not. a dumb fight. It was fun. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. inspector shows up, chucks a spear very well at uh, the wolfman. Mm. It was a very nice spear toss. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's after the culmination of the wolfman fight. Which... We don't care about that. <laughs> it was very silly. <laughs> well, to, to be fair, we should at least tell people who won. Right, it was it was the young the young pup. Yes, young pup beat the old pup. Um, but but yeah, he just yeah, slapped yeah. his head off. It's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite part. That's the reason yeah. why I wanted to talk about it. Because <sighs> he, all you had to do was set him on fire and lightly tap his head. And this could have been <laughs> solved decades ago. Uh, yeah. If only. If only. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, uh, the, the inspector is here. He is... Dave mentioned expertly tosses a spear and then uh, sort of fends the wolfman off with a lance or polearm of some kind. Yes. Uh, after being bitten on the shoulder. Yep. Very importantly. We, we had a tussle um, with the dagger that ended up coming to nothing. The silvered king. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, and Gwen's running off with the inspector's gun, which is loaded with silver bullets. Um, and we get the, the final touching last moment style of every werewolf movie where the, the uh, main love interest says, it's me, don't you recognize me? <laughs> kind of deal. Um, yes, when the but we, we at least get, we get yeah. no recognition. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm just going to murder you. At least in my version. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, we, we had what? like a... We oh, you got a different ending? The yeah, yeah, there was, there was a moment of recognition. <laughs> And then, the, and then the posse showed up, and he freaked out. And then she shot him. <laughs> oh, yeah. they, there was none of that in mine. So <laughs> oh, they're they're at no. the edge of the they're at the edge of the cliff, and yep. she has the gun at his chest, and she's like, Dude, "It's just me, it's me, it's me." And then he like, there's a two second like his features soften very briefly, and then he just goes, and he's then she shoots him. Huh. The uncut version has a small bit cut out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then he, he falls and dies, and then I think someone's mm. coming to go check on her. It might have been the inspector. I think it's the inspector because he's sort of hobbling yeah. after them. Yeah. He shows up. Yeah. Yeah, no, he shows up because it looks like it was confusing as whether as he shot her or she did, but then she looks down at the gun and she had pulled the trigger yeah. on him. But yeah, uh, yeah he was just going to kill her. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah, yeah um, I, I like that better because we we did <laughs> skip over the bit where she takes the time to go try to meet with the um, mm. Moldova, and Moldova's like, "Well, there's true love, but basically that, that just means you can kill him." 
Like, you can't yeah. break the curse. You can liberate him by, like, murdering him. Mm. Set yeah. him free. Yeah. And she's very ambiguous. Yeah, she's exactly. like, you could set him free. You know what that means, right? She's like, oh, yeah, I, sure. I, yeah. Yeah, set him free. Okay. What do yeah, I that's do? That's not explicit. You did not say, like, you have to shoot him. Mm. Well, I, Or something, you know. So, so yeah. something she she gave her nothing. Yeah. She's like, you know what that means, no. right? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Why did she come after me then? You know <laughs> what you have to do. Yeah. So, but, um, yes, yeah. We end with Inspector Abilene clutching his bitten shoulder and looking up in horror at the moon. Yes, that was the same. That, that part. Yep. That yeah. was how I ended yeah. too. But yeah, there was definitely yeah. no like redemption. She just had to kill him. Yeah, Which well, made it enough. even more tragic because there's no redemption in the other film either. There's just yeah. the dad left yeah. like uh so that part tied together. Yes. Like the dad left yeah. stricken knowing he murdered his or finding out that he murdered his son, and then this is she mm. killed him and there he was just a beast in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that was twenty ten. <laughs> God, that was a two various versions of the wolf. Of the wolf, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, if I'm if I'm recommending one, I would say watch the unrated cut because uh, apparently it explains a little more here and there. That yeah. seventeen minutes was yeah. necessary. Oh yeah, definitely a better cut. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, the direct is straight. Uh, according to Wik- according to Wikipedia, citation needed. Uh, the seventeen minutes was were removed uh, to get to the werewolf, the first werewolf transformation master. Huh. Uh, yeah, you cut out necessary things, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, these were a lot of fun. Uh, I felt mm-hmm. I enjoyed both of them slightly differently uh and i'm glad yeah. that i watched i took the time to watch the unrated cut because i was like this is a, this is a pretty good movie uh better than i remembered it i guess there's a reason why it was better that i than i remember <laughs> it from the theater but yeah. uh yeah a lot of fun a lot of good uh fuzzy boys wrecking shop yep there's beasts <laughs> all over the shop <laughs> yeah yeah literally in this film in this film Yes, and good old Lawrence. Good old Lawrence. Yeah. What? Well, I think that that wraps us up for this one. Uh, next time will be something not werewolfy. We'll we'll let you know in <laughs> advance as we we do. Um, yeah, this was it was fun again to have a back to back. All of us aboard the monster yes. train. Uh, Leonard, where can folks find you on the interwebs should they need to yes. contact you? People can find me on Twitter at Dr. Faust is Dead. People can also find my video essay work on YouTube by also searching Dr. Faust is Dead. Cameron, where can people mm-hmm. find you on the internet? You can find me primarily on Twitter at night underscore Twitter. That's night without a K. Uh, for various Australian political drama, cute animal photos, and just uh, updates on how my day-to-day life is doing. <laughs> uh, Dave, where can we find you and the podcast? You can find me on Twitter at sentinut underscore plus. It will be in the notes as usual, and all the back episodes and this one 
uh, should you somehow didn't find, I don't know how you're listening to it if you, if you didn't find it, <laughs> but um, it is on monsterdeer.monster. And we look forward to hearing from any comments um, from anyone, uh, whether you like yeah. the show or not, or if you have future ideas, we can put it on the to-do list, which is very long because there's always monsters. But uh, yeah, that will be us saying adieu for the weekend, and we will see you next time for more monster goodness. Bye-bye, folks. Goodbye. Bye.